0: what's up what's up good afternoon good evening or good morning wherever you are in the world it is so nice to be here again to share wisdom and today i want to talk about how to heal from your past how do you heal your past how do you heal from your past this is something i think that we can all relate to all of us have had experiences that have shaped the way we are today All of us have had experiences that have made us the person that we are today you know the choices that we make the decisions that we take the people that we hang out with everything is being dictated and shaped to a degree by what's happened in our past and a lot of times we've suffered in our past emotionally some of us have suffered physically some of us have suffered financially relationally and all those kinds of sufferings from our past make us who we are today, and that's why I'm so pleased to be able to share some insights that I've had along this journey with all of you who are here today. So so happy to be here. Uh, let me do a couple of introductions, and we'll get straight underway. And why while well, by the way, while we're getting underway, do share uh, in the comments where you're tuning in from. I know we've had people tuning in from. Uh, for some reason australia a lot sometimes the us uh, africa even india obviously the uk it'll be great to know where you're tuning in from and as you're tuning in if you feel bold enough i'd like to invite you to put in the comments or share what it is from your past that you want to heal what particular area of your past do you feel it's important to heal what particular area of your past do you feel it is important heal I think this is gonna be something that will help you to bring that thing to mind to bring that forward and then look to how to resolve it and to find solutions that you need to it so let's get right underway and let's start with some introductions and it's such a pleasure to be here let me introduce myself my name is Prash Kotecha I am a stress. (laughs) I'm a stress well-being and leadership coach, consultant, and speaker. I'm the CEO of Stress to Success. And those of you who know and follow me, I'm also the founder and host of the Urban Spirituality podcast, which has had the pleasure of interviewing people from around the world and following them and learning from their life journeys, the human experience, and bringing their stories to all of you. Um, it's a pleasure to be here I come from a corporate background of 30 years uh, came here in the early 70s from East Africa lived here ever since done 30 years in corporate um, so you can guess my age probably and in those years I segued into my true love which is coaching helping people with their mindset getting unstuck from things in their life making shifts in our lives healing the past and getting into fifth gear and then starting to make progress in our life our relationships our finances our businesses and ultimately everything from our heart space you know from a purpose-driven life so that's where i spend my time i like to think of myself as a bit of a mind mechanic or a heart mechanic Um, but look we're all students on this journey and that's why i thought this subject is relevant today how to heal from how to heal from your past so let's get straight to it as we're getting into this Think of those things that you know, you feel that you have to heal. Think of those things. What are they that have happened in your life that you need to heal? And we'll look at strategies to do that. Um, I'm gonna start with this acronym and I've got something really nice and hopefully quite pragmatic, Um, but a lot of the work, don't assume pragmatism means you've got to do a bunch of external activity. A lot of pragmatism is actually to do with clearing up the junk here fixing stuff in here and in here in our head and our heart and that's where we're going to do some work here today we're going to put in some work to do that so we can make those shifts so i'm going to use the words heal and past as an acronym for the strategies or the tactics that i want to share here with all of you today so heal and past we'll start with heal and then we'll move to past so h e a l P A S T let's take a look at that let's deconstruct that and let's see what we're really talking to here. here with me. I'm keeping an eye on the chat as well so thank you all for your patience as we get into this so H H I'm gonna leave till the end so the H in heel that's something I'm gonna leave a little bit later because that becomes a, becomes a very powerful summary for what we're gonna go through. But let's start with the E of HEAL, right? So we're going through the acronyms, H-E-A-L. If you're making notes, get ready for this. And if you're tuned in, if you feel somebody can benefit from this live, please share this live right now as we get underway because this next 20 minutes or 25 minutes will hopefully bring you powerful insights that you'll be able to use and make tangible solutions in healing your past. So do feel free to share this. Right, let's get underway. Let's get straight to it. So putting aside the H for heal, let's look at the next letter, E. E, so E is for empathy. Empathy. Why empathy? I'll tell you why, folks. We are often our worst critics. How many of you say to yourself in your mind, I'm not good enough. I don't deserve that. I'm, I'm rubbish at that. I suck at that. I'll never be able to get that i always fail at this i'm not good enough i'm not rich enough i'm not beautiful enough how many of these i'm not and i shouldn't and i can't how many of these things show up for us in our mind if we really are honest because here's the thing folks that is a sign that we're not showing empathy to ourselves properly we are not being sufficiently empathic empathetic towards ourselves we're so busy judging ourselves, right? These are this This is our judge, right? This is our judge saying, I'm not good enough, I'm not this, I can't have this, I shouldn't do this, I didn't do that, I was wrong to do that. So we're beating ourselves up in some way. We're always judging ourselves. Instead, we've gotta turn the spotlight of judge to an empathetic person, to an empathizer. So shift from a judgment mindset of your past to an empathy mindset of your past. What do I mean by that? You have to learn to recognize that where you didn't achieve what you did, where you felt that you left yourself down, something that you regret in your past or somebody that you hurt and you regret that, you need to start to feel empathy towards yourself and recognize that, look, yeah, I could have done better, but it's what I did. You need to feel empathy that, you know, actually, I don't need to be perfect. I don't need to be expert. I don't need to be that beautiful or that rich. I'm happy where I am at the moment. And what you're doing is when you shine the spotlight of empathy back on yourself, You're slowly and subconsciously giving yourself permission to start to heal. Okay, so that's the first thing to heal your past. Express and give yourself the gift of empathy. The second is the letter A, right? H E A A is the second A follows from empathy. It's acceptance, acceptance. You know, the great, the great Indian Saint Vivekananda, he famously said there is no bad happening in our lives that we ourselves didn't play some part in creating whether directly or indirectly whether physically or subtly because there is always something that we did to play a part and when we realize that when we accept that we played a part then we reclaim the power and that's why i want to invite you to consider acceptance as a powerful path acceptance so a is for acceptance what are we talking about we're talking about accepting that you made a mistake, accepting that we were wrong to cheat on that person, we were wrong to cheat in their example, uh, accept that we screwed up over here, we hurt somebody, or accept that maybe somebody treat us, treated us badly, it was not right to treat us badly, but accept that it's happened, right, I'm not asking you to endorse what happened, I'm asking you to be an acceptance, because when we're accepting what happened, we're able to start to dislodge the grip that it has on us, and we can start to let go. To learn to accept what happened. So acceptance is the third strategy. The fourth in the letter, in the word heal, H-E-A-L. L is for love. Love yourself. You knew that one was going to follow, right? Because how can we learn to heal our past when our critic, our inner critic and our judge is constantly judging us for what we did, what we didn't do, why we should have done that, why shouldn't we have done that? All those things, regret, shame, guilt, the judge is on our case. So when we build empathy, and then we accept then naturally the next thing we want to do is love we've got to learn to love ourselves and as and how do we love ourselves let me love thee count the ways right you've heard the saying how do I love thyself give yourself a gift go treat yourself from once in a while I don't necessarily mean just material gifts I mean that you can give yourself the gift of time for yourself just take some time out for yourself the gift of solitude a lot of people underrate the value of solitude We think that we've always got to be around people, but sometimes the best gift we can give to ourselves is the gift of solitude to be by ourselves, to sit with ourselves, to allow emotions to come up and to allow those emotions to drift away like clouds in the sky. So learning to love ourselves through physical ways, through intangible ways, the gift of meditation, the gift of forgiveness, all of these are ways in order to learn to love ourselves, right? So we're learning to forgive ourselves. So love and forgiveness go hand in hand. So that's the acronym for HEAL, H-E-A-L. I'll come back to H, but we've got empathy, acceptance, and love yourself, and love and forgive yourself. Now let's move on. PAST, P-A-S-T. P is for personal power. This is an important topic that I cover with my coaching clients in emotional intelligence. When I coach people and I use strategies from the fields of emotional intelligence and positive intelligence, uh, EQ and PQ, um, one of the important things is personal power. Personal power is building our backing ourselves, recognizing that we have gifts, recognizing that we are capable, that we do have gifts. But sometimes, you know, like a miner, they have to dig to get the gold or the oil. So sometimes we have to dig a little underneath the surface to find what those gifts are. If we've been so used to criticizing ourselves for so damn long, we may have forgotten what gifts we have. Or maybe we've been taught from childhood that it's not good to praise ourselves. It's not good to blow your own trumpet. Well, here's the time to do that. You're not blowing necessarily your own trumpet, but you're discovering your trumpet. You're finding out what you're good at. That's me loving myself, by the way, with some... um, protein (laughs) shake vegan protein shake you've got to learn to find your personal power discover your gifts understand what you have which is a gift that can benefit other people i hope that makes sense so what you're doing is when you're finding your personal power you're finding your shakti your strength that which makes you powerful that which allows you to express yourself in the world that which you're good at it could be that you're good at caking it could be cake making it could be that you're a really patient person it could be that you're very organized it could be that you're just a great people person find those little gifts what you're doing is when you're discovering your personal power you're starting to shift your focus from the stuff of your past that was holding you back the stuff that you regret and instead of sending energy there you redirect the energy to what you are good at your personal power and you start to amplify that you start to magnify that so I hope that makes sense P for personal power then let's look at the second letter of the word past A A is for adapt this is the all-important thing in this pandemic that we're in or pandemic. we're talking about accept we're talking about adaptability this we- the first day was acceptance but now this is adaptability A for adapt we've got to learn to adapt we don't know everything that's happening around us we can't control everything that Happens around us but we can adapt to what's happening around us we can pivot a lot of us here who are business owners and fellow business owners out there you'll understand the crucial role that that adaptability or adapting or pivoting has played in our businesses over the past year and a half right where we've had to shift our services or what we do so when we talk about adaptability to do with our past what we're talking about Is learning to become flexible in the thinking what that means is you change the interpretation of a past incident that you're upset by right so that thing that you're hurt by and you're trying to heal in your past that relationship though the thing that somebody said The remorse that you feel like for me, it was I lost my mom very early and I felt so much that I felt so much guilt that I missed her. Um, Whatever it is, that remorse, that guilt, that shame because you hurt somebody or you screwed up and you did something that you're ashamed of. Whatever it is, what you want to do is change the meaning. So the adaptability, the A is for adapting and changing what it meant. Change the meaning of what it was. Could it be that there was a lesson there? Could it be that what you learned from that lesson of cheating? or somebody cheated on you, let's say. I mean, I've had that. So imagine you had a relationship with somebody cheated on you. Could it mean, instead of taking away from that, that I'm I'm unlovable, nobody will ever love me, and I don't deserve to be loved. Instead, you could say, well, isn't it fantastic that because that thing happened, I know the kind of person that I don't wanna be with, and I now know that I can be a better person for the right person. I can change the way I behave. I can be a little bit more guarded maybe over here. I can do a little bit more open-heartedness over here. I can shift my personality. I can adapt based on the lessons I learned. So what we're doing is we're looking for the lessons that we can learn from our past, right, whatever it is, and then adapting our thinking along that line for the present and for the future. So we can actually make a better present and we can make a better future. So that's the power of adaptability that's the second letter in the word past let's move on to the last two p-a-s s -S is for surrender so let's stay on that example like if those of you who've been cheated upon have had infidelity in your relationships or where a marriage has broken down and you don't quite know why and you still don't know why and maybe years pass and you still don't know why or maybe you have somebody like i've had somebody Um, In my family, they committed, in my extended family, they committed suicide and it was very, very difficult. I've had a friend who experienced something like this and you don't know why they did what they did. Sometimes we just have no idea. Why did they cheat on us? Why did they take their own life? They had so much going for them. They had everything. They had money, they had family and they still took. Sometimes you've got to learn to surrender. That is to say, you may not get the answer. But if we're so consumed in the guilt, the shame, the remorse, that energy of the past, if we're so consumed by that, then we're wasting our energy there in the past. But what surrendering does is, surrendering gives us a vehicle by which to say, you know what, I surrender. I surrender to not knowing why they did what they did, but I surrender. I surrender to what happened. I surrender that it was not right, or i surrender whatever emotion i had with it but i surrender i give it up so what you're doing is you're surrendering you're giving up that thing you're learning to surrender because you don't have all the answers we may never get all the answers and we can't control everything that happened in the past we can't control everything that happens now let alone the future so when we learn to surrender surrender is the antidote to excessive control so take it from that find how you can learn to surrender to that thing of the past to let it gradually go. That leads us to the letter T of past. That is T and that is trust. So we've learned to surrender of the past, give up the things that were hurting us of the past, and now we learn to trust. We learn to trust, trust in what? Trust in ourselves. Right now, our abilities, remember the letter P, personal power, trust in our personal power, back ourselves, know that we are capable, know that we have something in us, even if other people can't see it, we've got something here. Go and dig. Mind for the things that we've got. Go and dig a little deeper and you'll find that you are good at something. If you're not sure, go and ask a friend or family member, hey, what do you think are the top three things that I'm good at? Whether it's in physical abilities, emotional abilities, financial, whatever it is, what are the top three things that you think I'm good at? Go do an audit with your friends or family. And that will, re- that will, that will reassure you that you have personal power, you have some gifts. And what you do is you learn to trust in those gifts. That's the letter T two parts to trust trusting in yourself that the things that you have will carry you to the future that you want you'll obviously they're not they're not perfect nobody's perfect but the things that we have will gradually improve so it's trusting yourself that you know that you are a work in progress you are a piece of art you are somebody who is here And that you are on this journey and that you will gradually improve so trusting in yourself is so key so trust yourself and trust that what you have will pave pay dividends and the second part of trust is trust the future trust that the future will unfold trust that things will happen out in a way that you will be able to handle that's not to say that the future will be rosy but it's to say that the future that is ahead of us will be will you will be um addressable you will be able to address it you will be able to face it because you have your personal power you've learned to surrender the past and you've cleared that energy and that's how you learn to trust so that is trusting the future so my friends we've gone through this and i'm going to go to the last the last of these eight acronyms we've gone through so far quick recap we've gone through it so heal past e for empathy in heal this third letter, A, A is for acceptance. The fourth letter, L, is for love yourself. Right? By the way, A is acceptance and forgiveness. L is, sorry, L is for love yourself and forgive yourself. Then past, personal power, adaptability, surrender, and trust. That leads us to the eighth and final acronym for the for healing our past, to heal past. And that is the beginning letter of heal, H. And H, that H is for hoponopo. I'll say that again. Hoponopo. Hoponopo is a Hawaiian. It's an ancient Hawaiian technique to learn, to help us let go of our past and move into a more better future. It helps us to free ourselves from our past. And Hoponopo is an ancient technique which comprises of four phrases that are repeatedly said to the person, the thing, or the incident in our past that we know that we need to let go of and heal. Now that doesn't mean that we need to endorse or condone whatever happened in our past, that thing, that person, that circumstance, that person that cheated on you or that wrongdoing or somebody who even a murder, like I have a friend whose son was, was murdered and he's learned to forgive that past because he realized that energy was being wasted there. So whatever it is that you have of your past, energy person people sorry people person thing situation what we do with hop or we say this following prayer i'm sorry please forgive me thank you i love you i'll say that again i'm sorry please forgive me thank you i love you now why are you saying these four things to that person in the past or that situation or that incident or that thing why because they have done wrong. I don't let your critical mind distract you from what I'm sharing here. Right? So stay open, suspend your judgment for a minute. When we say, I'm sorry, what we're recognizing is that there may have been some small part directly or indirectly that we played in that. We may not know it, but what we're really doing is when we say, I'm sorry, what we're actually doing is we're reclaiming our power. We're taking back control. We're taking responsibility. So saying I'm sorry to that person, that situation, that thing is not to uh, is not to apologize for some wrongdoing that they've done. This the I'm sorry is set is is allowing us to free that energy. So let me explain this. Let's just quickly touch on the power of thought. When we're thinking negative things, regret, remorse, guilt, shame, fear, upsetness, all these negative emotions about our past, when we're feeling those feelings when we're holding on to those things in our head or in our heart they occupy energy they take up energy that's thought power thought is energy form so when we're taking up valuable energy thinking about those things in those past those emotions right those negative emotions of guilt shame remorse etc they waste energy so when they're wasting energy that energy is going in the past and that past energy there it's it's keeping us back in the past it's like breaks on our future it's breaks on our progress and our success in the present life and so what we need to do is we need to learn to cut that we need to stop sending energy into those things we need to cut that energy and redirect it here so part of the process to do that is in this hop on up or prayer to say I'm sorry whatever it is you don't have to be sorry for any specific thing you're just sending energy to that situation or person saying I'm sorry because you may have had a part to play or you're just saying sorry because you want to cut that energy you don't want it'll help you to stop burning energy in there so I'm sorry second part please forgive me why are we asking for forgiveness maybe they did the wrong maybe you think well why should I forgive you you did the wrong on me what we're doing is we're saying forgive me is again a way to take responsibility in case we played a part even if we didn't play a part karmically on a spiritual level two souls come together and they have a transaction right and there is an energetic exchange there is a karmic exchange sometimes it's a great cut good exchange sometimes it's a very nasty exchange right for as in the example of a victim and its perpetrator right Um, all of these exchanges are exchanges between two living beings living entities and these things happen karmically so when we say i please forgive me we're not condoning or endorsing what they did we're just allowing ourselves permission to let that go so I'm sorry please forgive me thank you why are we thanking them why are we thanking that situation or person because it taught us something can you see the shift now we talked about adaptability before can you see how we're shifting from we're shifting from a situation where we're a victim and we're, and we're, we're pitying ourselves to a situation of I'm a student I actually learned something so that's why you're thanking them. Thank you for teaching me never to go into a relationship with a person like that again. Thank you for teaching me that I should never go into that kind of business again. Thank you for teaching me that the value of dishonesty, because now I learn, I, I know what honesty is. Thank you for teaching me, you know, that I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to get addicted because seeing you get addicted and lose the entire family's money in drinking, gambling, etc., has taught me to not be that way. And by the way, there's some experience I'm speaking from from there, okay? So I'm speaking from experience. Um, And I'm sure you have your own experiences in your own way. So when we say thank you, we're thanking that situation or past for teaching us a lesson. We're shifting, we're adapting from a victim mindset to an empowered mindset, to a student mindset. I've learned a lesson. That's the third part. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you, and I love you. Why are we saying I love you? It could be a a rapist. It could be somebody who had physical or sexual abuse. And believe me, I know about physical abuse when I was young, right? So I'm not just talking theory here. But when you learn to forgive that person, you're not endorsing or condoning what what they're doing. What you're doing when you forgive them is you're forgiving that pure spirit of what that person is. All human beings ultimately are pure spiritual energy all pure spiritual sparks that's all we are pure infinite spiritual sparks of energy that's what we are we're quantum phenomena quantum light force god force whatever you want to call it we are pure spirit and so when we say i love you we're loving that pure spirit in that person and when we say i love you you're you're raising the quality of your own energy you're shifting your emotions to a love-based emotion rather than a hate and fear-based emotion so when you shift or upregulate the quality of the emotions that you choose to think, then you're starting to build energy that can help you in the present. So can you see the power of this? I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you, I love you. In doing so, you free yourself from the past, you surrender to what has been, you learn to learn the lessons from that past, you harvest the lessons, you build the adaptive mindset, you build your personal power And then you trust in the future, trust in yourself and trust in the future. So that my friends is my take on how to heal the past. I hope that it's been of value and that it can serve you in some way to help you to heal your own past and help your friends, your loved ones, the family, maybe people in your family need to learn this message, need to hear this message, need to learn some of these techniques to heal their past. I hope that it serves you in some way And last but not least, of course, let me leave you with an invitation, an invitation to do one of several things. One, check out the podcast. This sort of wisdom that we're sharing here is so much to be found in the podcast, Urban Spirituality. It's been my life's mission to create this podcast and share messages of wisdom, hope, learning for corporate audiences, for professionals, for housewives, for all spectrums of people. Check it out, Urban Spirituality on iTunes spotify google Podcasts, audible uh, amazon music uh, uh, all those favorite platforms and the youtube channel urban spirituality of the same name and a second invitation for those of you is if those of you who wish to get this and go further to take your personal success stories further that you want to get unstuck you really want to take your life your relationships your your business your mindset your health to the next level then I invite you to have a conversation reach out let's have a chat um, i take a small number of coaching one-on-one coaching clients on a regular basis uh, just a small number and i also do corporate work and do training and coaching in this for corporates as well so if you'd like to have a conversation reach out to me through linkedin prash kotecha the well-being expert i'll just look up the hashtag stress to success that's the letter to the word to stress to success and check out Urban Spirituality, hashtag, hashtag Urban Spirituality. That's it from me. I hope that's been of value. I will catch up with you real soon and take care. Be well and look after yourselves and your loved ones. Namaste. Peace out.